listening to Almost Daily Discourse with your perfectly adequate hosts, Phil, Tony P., Charles, and here with today's topic is Mike. Hello, my beautiful trash pandas. Ah, It's me again. It's your boy. It's Mikey. I'm on Almost Daily Discourse with Charles and Philip and Tony, and we are here to talk to you today about bands. Specifically, uh, I want to know, because this question was sent to us from a listener and I thought it was really good. What bands do you like recorded, but they sound crazy different live? So like you got the record, you're listening, you're like, okay, sure, cool. And then you go see the show and it's totally different. Uh, Or maybe it's not different, but like just doesn't sound the same. Uh, I've got a bunch of examples. And so I'm going to kick off with one just real quick. Uh, This is the story of my high school graduation party. So a uh, buddy of mine was in a band. They sounded like, uh, like a regular ass indie rock band, right? And so they're playing, they're playing indie rock music on all their records. It's pretty good. It's catchy. It's poppy. You know, they've got harmonies and whatever. You're, uh, fa- and you're then- friends with Scott Stapp? That's awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, indie rock, not butt rock. Charles. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know the distinction. Be, well, be uh, mostly tight <laughs> pants and less ego, uh, somehow. Okay. Got it. Got uh, it. Thank you. And so, uh, they show up, like we built a stage in my backyard out of, uh, pallets and plywood, uh, and like they show up and they set up and they're getting ready to play and they're tuning and they're tuning like heavy and with like a lot of distortion on their guitars and sounding very different in their like sound check than the way they sounded on the two albums and two EPs that they had put out before them. And so I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, And they walk up to me and my buddy Maddie goes, hey, um, so I think you're really going to like this. Um, but you might want to tell like your grandma to like get a drink during our set. And I was like, oh, because, you know, it's a high school graduation. And so like my whole family is there, like my grandmother, like is like wheeled out into the backyard. And like, uh, like my, my aunt and uncle are both pastors in a church and like, they've got their kids and like, there's there's like a whole bunch of family members and then a bunch of my friends And this band starts. And it's like the heaviest, like hardest crunchingest music that like any of us have ever heard. (laughs) And my grandmother is so confused. What happened to that nice band that plays the song about, uh, gas is the water for fire, you know, like just like <laughs> totally different. Like as these dudes are just like, bah, 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 like it was awesome. Not at all what I was expecting. Uh, not at all what anything had sounded like before then they put out two like crushing EPs and then broke up, uh, immediately after that, because like that wasn't the band that they were, you know, four days before my graduation party. 
I like that they opened up with uh, "Happy Graduation." This is our new hit, "Ma Ma the Cunt." It's not choice. Okay, I maybe Tony P dropping a hard C. I've never. It was them. It was the band. Oh, okay. Oh, I hate that. It doesn't count when you're just recalling facts from the history. Exactly. I didn't say the N word. I was just quoting. I was just quoting David Duke. <laughs> oh, Gam Gam, no! <laughs> Please, I'm from the Northeast. My grandmother was French Canadian. She was a meme. Meme, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm she, thinking a little Southern, you know, down right. here. So. Yeah. Um, in Canada, I... she would have been a ma mère. Oh. And in Massachusetts, that turns into meme. <laughs> this one goes out to Meme. Meme. <laughs> um, Mike and Mike and I were chatting during the break, and he made a good point. Like, I'd have to go to see some bands in person in order to participate <laughs> in this topic. Um, uh, I've I've gone to shows. I haven't gone to shows lately, obviously, but you know, there was a time. There was a time I was younger. Uh, and in all sincerity, there was a time I lived in LA where it was a lot easier to go to shows and like it, it, like here, I live an hour and a half from Atlanta. And so most shows are in Atlanta. It's a, it's a, a trek. Like, all right, do I really want to go see that? You know, I need to go and possibly stay the night and drive two hours each way. Uh, in LA, I saw that like December is cause my buddy wanted to go. Hey, dude, it's like 20 bucks. Want to go? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm not doing anything. You know, and and they sounded um, as crappy as their album did. So it doesn't fit the topic. <laughs> no, but for you, I have one for you. Oh, do you now? I do. You saw- I, like, I like this new format of show where I'll just sit here <laughs> and you tell me, like, here's who you would be. Okay, I like that. Yeah, no, I no, no, but you saw, you saw Guar live in concert. Right, and their stage yes. show is nothing like just sitting down and putting a record on. Sure, uh, but I fair. think they sound the same. Well, they do, but it's a little bit more uh, <laughs> and my ex- and gore. My experiences with gore were from, um, 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 the movie. What's the dang Empire Records? Empire Records uh, and Beavis and Butthead. And so I saw them mostly in videos. I've never had. I can't name a guard album. Like I've never listened I think, to. I think Grandma's, a, in a, grandma's a cunt. Is album. <laughs> that was the second release. That's right? their platinum yeah. release. Cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were doing a cover of the Gore hit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of the original Johnny Cash song, Grandma's a cunt. <laughs> Uh, but like I, I love um, one of my favorites uh, is are the Strokes, and I saw the Strokes in Hollywood Palladium, and they sounded exactly like the Strokes sound like. That's not hard to reproduce, you know. They're not that intricate, but it sounded like, oh yeah, that's that's the Strokes. That's the and I did know that their albums front to back, and I was like, yep, well, that's them. That's every little piece where it's supposed to be. And the and reason the Strokes topic, are so that's good. All I have. And the reason the strokes are so good though is because their records capture that live sound, right? Like it's it's very much the other way around where like the whole point of a strokes record is to make you feel like you're at a a party that the strokes are playing at. Yeah, I, I never thought of that and I I, I agree 100%. Um I, I will share it was fun. I went to go see, you know, Strokes for the Headliner 
um, opening up for them was this chick no one had heard of at the time. That was kind of weird. Um, Regina Spector. Oh, she's and so then uh, Kings of Leon. But back when um, before sex is on fire, what uh, Molly Chambers back when Molly Chambers was their hit um, and they both opened up for for um, the strokes and Regina Spector went on to do bigger and better things. And, you know, but I remember I was like, who's this chick? All right, let's go. I just want to see the strokes. <laughs> Isn't that great when you see an opening band and then they turn into something? And you're yeah. Like, oh, shit. I, I get to yeah. see management. Um, MGMT opened for of Montreal back in I think 2004 2005 before their big record hit and that was fun for me oh man there's a couple of them I I remember the first time I saw Corn live <sighs> yeah. they had stained opening up for them and I was oh, really excited I, I went to that tour grade. great yeah it was the follow the leader tour yeah yeah, and yeah you were really... in eighth grade, and Charles had an eighth grader. <laughs> we were the same age, so it's all right. Um, but it was, God, it was so disappointing because Jonathan, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Davis. Jonathan lead, Taylor Thomas? Yeah, the lead singer of Korn. Jonathan Davis, yeah. Um, man, his voice is garbage. And they put so much effects on his voice in the studio that, like, when I went to see him, it sounded so terrible. And I was like, all right, I hate this. They're a bad live band. I think I'm done with this band now. Interesting. So I was so disappointed by just the realization that in the studio they put effects on people's voices (laughs) so they don't sound like garbage. Uh, and to not get that on the live show was really disappointing for me. Don't get that. That's the worst because, like, you spent the money and then you're so excited. Again, I've been to shows. I'm not, a, I wasn't always the old hermit that I am today. But, like, you get so hype and you go through all the opening acts. You're like, here we go. Yes. Fuck. Now I got two hours of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that happened with me multiple times with Modest Mouse. Oh. Right? There's because so... I was too drunk to play. No, I never got oh, that. Okay. I never got like a um, an Isaac Brock too drunk, but <laughs> it was just like I enjoy their records to a point. Right? They, they hit uh, a, a sellout point, and everything after that I didn't like. But this was all the early music that they were playing, and it was so boring. It was the most boring show I've ever been to. Their stage setup was beautiful. They had Johnny Marr from the Smiths like on stage in the band at that point. And they just the music was just not there and they looked so terribly bored just mm. being up on stage as you know there was a thousand maybe a couple thousand of us in the crowd and it was just like your opening act was better than this and they're a local <laughs> Philly band. Mm. Like this is not okay. So what about you, Charles? Well, I, I find that interesting because I was the opposite with Corn. Is my wife was a huge fan and she had introduced me to him, and we that was the first time I heard him uh live. And I thought their stage show I, was I was gonna really clown good. you. I was like, What? But I forgot again the and I'm not being funny, mm-hmm. the the church background and stuff. Yeah, but I was like, 
who the fuck had it? They're on TRL daily. Like, <laughs> oh, I never got. I never no pun intended. That. Freak yeah. on a leash was like, and for the like, what heard it week on yeah. TRL? Well, I didn't say I never but saw the videos. I, I had heard that song. I forgot. But, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, different well, upbringing. I'm gonna so. get to some of the church stuff in a minute. Uh, but I find um, it interesting, Phil, that that you didn't like him live, where I was opposite, and I've seen him four times in concert now i think and their show has gotten better and i always thought he sounded about right now it's pointing up i've got the the corn dolls all up on top of the lights here uh corn which dogs? actually yeah corn dogs no 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 tony come down come down tony yeah dinner you're good uh so uh and just just so i'm not remiss this is jamie's uh, uh topic uh, my buddy jamie campbell he uh sent this in because his story i'll tell it for him real quick is uh ever clear um he, he, oh, I heard that guy's terrible live. Yeah, he, you know, it's like you hear the, the albums you sing along, you know, so much for the Afterglow album and all that jazz. And then he said he went to him live, and it was like this. Hit, it wasn't even the album stuff. It was like this hippie punk rock ten minute songs that were like, what the fuck is going on? And yeah, he he. This is what spawned this topic was it was that was his story there. Um, and he hated I it. I love when that happens. When oh, yeah. you go see a band and they don't play the hits, that's like one of my favorite <laughs> fucking things. Like it's just clowning on folks, right? Like it's not fair and it's not nice. And like I know that other people aren't happy about it, but me, like as a guy that loves the heels and wrestling, like oh my god, <laughs> I just eat that shit up. Are you kidding me? Like I know what yeah. you want to hear we're not gonna play it and then they come out and they do their encore and they're like yeah we got one more for y'all you're gonna love it and then the crowd goes nuts and then it's not the hit yeah, it's not the yeah. <laughs> oh my god i love it so much i think the biggest heel moment i ever saw live was when i saw bob dylan play at penn state right so bob dylan at this point is already just a, a, a marionette puppet that somebody is controlling from the back because he can't sing anymore. He doesn't play guitar and you cannot understand a fucking yeah, he's like, thing. Weekend at Bernie's. But the the thing that he would do, which pissed a lot of people off, including me, is that he changed up the time signatures and his lyric patterns for his songs <laughs> so nobody could sing along. Oh no. <laughs> and so like you know, yeah. like a rolling stone, how does it feel to be on your own? Is pretty no, he would switch up even in that one sentence, his lyric structure, how's it feel to be on your own? But, but what, was it intentional? Like, I, dude, I don't know, dude. I was so <laughs> pissed. I left. Like, so I knew I was in for like a bad time because I'm seeing Bob Dylan in his very late stages. Right. Um, but it was a $10 ticket. So it was just like, that's ah, $10. I'm going to go see Bob Dylan. And then when he was just like mixing up his patterns so nobody could sing, the whole crowd was just like, why are we here? I'm why? so happy like, to hear we that. We could have bought the best. two pints of beer instead of seeing Bob Dylan live. <laughs> so oh, oh, one of my wow. favorite bands. Before you move on, I got another one for you, Mike. So sorry to interrupt, but you're going to love it. Mine. You're going to eat it up. What? Mine. I didn't tell my. I told Jamie's. I didn't tell my. Oh mine. fucking! Go ahead, Charles. Whatever. Go no, ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. Please, please throw a little tantrum. Oh, well, we were the same age. Us, it was okay. Tell us your story. Uh, this should be good, Mike. You're not gonna like this one, but Mike, hang on, because I got one for you. When he's done, you'll, you'll like it. Go ahead, Charles. What is your story? Uh, well, similar to to Phil, when you first learned that they do studio effects. 
I grew up in the church and listened to this artist's your know, tapes and records. My mom was in love with him. He's an Italian the guy. DC talk. No, not Billy Graham. Yet. No, DC talk is okay live. <laughs> and, and, and Billy Graham's dead. So, you know, watch your mouth. Uh, no, he wasn't know. always dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, and Billy Graham's not a singer. So sh- also, <laughs> Billy Graham's probably burning in hell. So he's not coming <laughs> to get us anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we go. We go, uh, we go to hear this artist at like, think of a local town that's a little bit, well, not Austin, right? But think of something that's smaller in Austin that you're like, if I go over here to a, a show, this is a little different. And uh, it was at Al- not Albany, that's in New York. Albany is in South Georgia. And it's a little tiny town. We went to Albany to this concert all hyped up. Is it a Danny? Yeah, it's in a basketball <laughs> gymnasium. I know, I know it is. Not Albany, but Albany. Like Benny. No, nope. I know. I'm mocking. That's how it's said. <laughs> That's how it's said. The South in South in Georgia is Albany, Georgia. Anyway, so it's um. <laughs> shut up, Swan. Fuck off. Uh, but it's oh, in this big. <laughs> it's in this basketball gymnasium, and it just to got it. It was Carmen, and not only did it not sound like anything like in on the albums, it was echoey as fuck all. It was like, welcome, 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 welcome to the stage, JJJ's Carmen. It's like what? It was horrible. It was it, the it, worst. It, Jessica and Chat get that from just an Italian, Italian. guy. Growing up only one, in the church, like, religious Italian singer. He, no, I don't know, but he was like, the funny. shit in the day back in the day. So, gotcha. Oh, and yeah, and Jess is doing chat. Also lives in Georgia, so well, I could go, see yeah. it being a similar similar knowledge. And apparently, Were you at Carmen the same show. Icon. I was wondering. I was gonna ask, like Jess, we for, well, we might be around the same age, so it's okay. Were you at the show in Albany? No, she's. 10 years younger than you, but she probably was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a kid, kid. I was like eight. Mike, yeah, she was, uh, maybe she was in the womb with her parents or something. <laughs> so, Mike, I, I'm, this is ages ago. Uh, so, none of the, the exes in chat have to worry about it. This is something totally different. I'm dating a girl. She loves Yola Tango, right? So, Ooh. I get um, Yola Tango tickets at the Variety Playhouse in Atlanta. For, for a Valentine's Day gift because I'm that guy. That's how mm-hmm. I get down. You like Yola Tango? Yo, here's some Yola. I got, I got yo, Yola Tango right here. So we go to Yola Tango, and I don't know, I'll I'll never forget this. Um, they're doing like a like an acoustic show. Like, hey, we're just gonna like really chill out and not plug up stuff and just really bring and it's in like a little theater and we're all sitting down, right? Um complete and so opposite of a yola tango show you're dressed to dance and you're like <laughs> yeah like there's no tango here this is this is yeah it is more like yo yola. no tango <laughs> <laughs> nice. better you win yeah um and so um i uh we're, we're sitting there i'm like all right well this fucking blows but you know you do what you got to do i'm here i'm not here for me i'm here for her uh, cool whatever they have like the one song i knew they like a big hit, right? So she leans over and she says, I really hope they play uh, like Red Sweater or some crap. I really hope they play Red Sweater. 
And as if they heard her on stage, the dude said, just so you guys know, we're not doing red sweater tonight. And I was literally, oh. my immediate response oh. was, ah! <laughs> I laughed so obnoxiously because the timing, it could like, it, the comedy gods, right? You know, it was, it's not my fault that I laughed so hard. The comedy gods came down from above and basically said, yo, fuck this. And oh. before the words got out of her mouth, dude was like, nah, uh, we ain't doing that one. And I just thought it was the funniest shit in the, on the planet. Uh, she kind of smacked me because I laughed really loud. And I think it was like disturbing, like to the audience. <laughs> Didn't care. Still telling the story. Um <sighs> So I'm with you, Mike. I I, I, I feed off of that. I don't know why. God, I bought so the, I paid for two tickets for her to enjoy the show, and yet just something about that moment was it's just so fun. It's so fun. Now I've had the opposite where the live show sound was different from the record and it enhanced the concert yeah. that I went to. Yeah. Same, right? Gogo Bodello, the gypsy punk band, they, you know, I enjoy their records, but their live show and the energy that they push through off that stage just does not come across on the records. And going to their live show was, was just insane to watch. You know, they played for three hours without a break, just going I song after song. And it was like a pull push between the audience of just transferring the energy back and forth between everybody and it was just it was so good and i was just like man i want to listen to the records now but i know that it doesn't have that energy that i felt that night at the show yeah uh yeah. i was just shit talking gogo bordello last week with tony uh or was it the week before where i was like ah I, fuck I, that band like i was like this rings a bell but i you guys know i don't remember i'm like one of them said this before like <laughs> <laughs> and so uh i don't I've even remember live mike if we were talking on the show through discord like i literally don't, I don't remember what I just remember talking shit with you like we usually do. Uh, and Google Bordello was the subject of that shit talking at the time. Uh, because like, yeah, I listened to that record and I'm like, like any of their records. But I think, Phil, that's a really interesting like take on it. Because uh, I went and saw like a, a different klezmer punk band, right? And had a fucking blast. And I had never heard this band before. I walked into this bar and they were playing. And so like, I bet if I had a similar experience with Gogol Bordello, where like I walked into a club and they were playing, I'd be like, Oh, this is pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh, but like a band that's like that for me was power trip. Um, power trip were a, a metal band out of Dallas. Every time I listen to their records, I'm like, Oh sure. This is, you know, this is Anthrax, this is Megadeth, this is Metallica from back in the day, recorded in 2018 or whatever. Uh, so oh, like shit. I mixed them up with Power Station with the hit Bang a Gong. <laughs> not, yeah, not, I, that, not that. It's bang. not Power uh, Not the Power Station? Okay. No. But so it's Power only. Trip played in Austin probably six or eight times a year. Didn't they rip phone uh, books in half and shit? 
<laughs> thank you guys. Thank you to my old fucks out here. Team. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Uh, Charles, actually, I think you would fucking love Power Trip. Okay. Uh, but that's off, you know, future future listen to that record. Uh, sure. They're all really good. Uh, but like live, kids went fucking nuts for Power Trip. And so, Can I like, do one more? Can I do one more? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. that band from Goofy Movie, right? Wasn't it the dude from Goofy Movie? You just stealing a swan named Emily's joke from chat? Oh, shit. Oh, ah, same page. Same page. Swan. No, I didn't see it. I wouldn't do that. Ah, great minds, though. Uh, All right. Swan. I'll let you stealing finish your jokes. Stealing I'll let you finish right? your story now. Hacky shit, Tony. Hacky shit. Yeah, every time there's a bad joke, a piece the of Mike's hair falls down. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, like live they put on just so much fucking energy so like kids went bananas for them and so like going to a power trip show was funny shit i have never listened to a full power trip record not any of them they've got four i've listened to like three of their songs recorded ever uh but i would not miss a power trip show when they came to town uh so i feel that phil for sure I'm showing my age here. It was the same thing when I, I saw Jimmy's Chicken Shack in concert. They had one hit. Um, uh, what I, do I do? I, yeah. I, yep, that one. It was, And so they were opening for 311 in Auburn, Alabama. Again, $10 tickets at a college, like on a basketball gym. Um, and it was like, yeah, sure. This will be. Granted, at the time, my friends and I had to scrounge up $10 and gas money. Um, and so, um, we go, I'm like, yeah, sure. I know that one song from Jimmy chicken shack. Cool. They were dope as hell. Like live, <laughs> they were just crazy. And just listening to them, the album, it just wasn't the same because that again, their live energy was so good. And then three eleven also amazing, but they had like 20 drums and all of them played drums and they were passing drums around. It was insane, <laughs> but yeah, Jimmy's chicken shack. I just, wanted an excuse to say that one more time ever on a podcast they don't sure. come up often do right that's what it was all right um what do we have for time is it time to where are we at you, you're Usually running this car host, you're supposed to we track keep our own time <laughs> yeah okay i, I also have no forgot idea to start my clock hey let's wrap so, it like, up who cares i'll just keep talking uh because like no, I, think no. I got more i got more bands Right, exactly. I could talk. Uh, literally, I could talk about this for hours. Uh, we should live start music. a music podcast. <laughs> no, we're we're should right. We we're we're right in the neighborhood of of time to show some love. What day? What day do you have free, Phil, to do a podcast? <laughs> I'm about another, to have Sundays open again. Another podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> so instead of like sleep, eat, and bathe, we'll make another podcast. we'll find then charles jesus i guess i'll just show some love uh but i'm gonna do it my way fuck you i'm gonna talk about who i want to show love to in a way that ties into the fucking topic and because it's the show the love section i get to do it so (laughs) (laughs) boo hiss boo they're saying Boo Earns. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying Boo Earns. Uh. So I want to show the love today to my friend Jason. Uh, Jason Anderson is a singer-songwriter out of New England. Uh, he, like, 
he was on K records for a while. Uh, now he is kind of like doing the traveling troubadour thing. Right. And like, just, well, not now cause it's COVID, but like before. Uh, and so growing up, Jason would play a lot of solo shows, him and a guitar. And then because of the crowds that he attracted and like the types of musicians that he was friends with, like all of a sudden uh, he would have friends be like, Hey, can I play with you tonight? And then he would gather bands like full bands of friends in every city that he toured in. So he would have a full band and they would learn the songs in the afternoon and then play them in the evening. And I had always seen him as just a singer songwriter. And then he came to Austin for a month long residency at a bar called the Blackheart. Uh, and he had a full band that he was down here recording a record with. And it was like a Bruce Springsteen show. Like there was steel guitar, there were trumpets, there were like, there was just so much going on in this massive full band party sound from this dude who had been singer, songwriter, acoustic guitar guy. Hmm. Uh, and so I want to show some love tonight to Jason. He's got a, a limited, God, this, this is like the most hipster thing I'm about to say. Uh, oh, he boy. has a limited release cassette compilation out right now. Uh, <laughs> on a record label called antiquated future uh and so that that cassette uh is up for pre-order right now uh it's going to come with a pdf booklet and zine uh also a physical 32 page booklet uh with like photos from all his shows and stuff like that um (laughs) i'm super excited for it to get here uh, but you can check it out at tiny the, tiny.cc slash Jason Anderson. Does it come with a bonus eight track EP? <laughs> so wait, hold on. Before we go in, we haven't established. Are we allowed to prank during people's show the loves? Because like he's trying to show support for his friend. I'm like, I don't want to. I'm not going to do that. What? Because if I was, I was going to be like the cassette <laughs> comes on a vinyl that he pressed at home made from an ipa like i was just about to say it also comes with a beer list that has uh songs to drink to you know the, the beers are paired to to the music uh so no let's let's I mean, establish we don't do bits during people's show the love yeah that's fair it's all fair honestly it's all fair uh i know how up your own ass a limited edition cassette release is but also I'm super fucking excited for it. So fuck you guys. Sure. Uh, another thing I'm super fucking excited for is all the five-star reviews that we're going to get uh, at almost daily pod on iTunes. Uh, because the only thing I want for Thanksgiving is five-star reviews. Uh, Thanksgiving, as you know, is a gift giving holiday uh, where people uh, express how thankful they are by uh, providing you with material goods. In this year, I don't want a material good. I just want five-star Material reviews. girl. Oh. Uh, well, I guess I'm sending back us. that limited edition Tony Hawk board that I got signed for you. Never Thanks, mind. bud. Uh, yeah. Just leave a five-star review on the show. Uh, it would mean the world. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at AlmostDailyPod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Future X Skeleton. Uh, you can check us out 
Uh, we do all sorts of different things in different places, uh, including Ask the Pokedexpert on Tuesday nights uh, at 8.30 Central, 9.30 uh, Eastern Time? Eastern. Not Pacific. Specific Eastern time. time. First off, fuck time zones. That's a whole different thing. Uh, universal time forever. Uh, I'm all fucked up. Thank you so much, everyone. Like you don't drink. <laughs> We're almost I don't daily. Understand. Display. Like, uh, play me out. <laughs>